Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. fun at all um very 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 bad uh thank you all so much for tuning into the ph next coyotes post game show don't forget to hit that like button subscribe wherever you get your podcast leave us a five-star review i'm leah here with pd and craig we got danielle behind the mac we have raz in the studio um and unfortunately the coyotes blow a two nothing lead allow three unanswered goals and fall to the Calgary Flames in overtime, uh, second loss to the Flames in as many weeks. Who would like to start with some commentary? Well, I'm just jealous of Harold because Harold's going to bed. (laughs) So he's not staying up to talk about the Coyotes. Why do we have to do it? You know, here's what I, here's, here's, here's reality. Playoff teams win those games. Yep. You have a two-goal lead in the third period of a game that you must win on the road. Played a, pre, played a pretty good road game. I mean, boring, slow, all of those things were true. Did everything, I won't say everything right, because they didn't create a lot of offense, but you're up 2 nothing. So what we've said about the Coyotes all the time is they can't make mistakes. And you clearly can't make them in the third period when you're up by two. And to my, my point, playoff teams win those games. You find a way to close those games out. And this is just part of the process, the maturing process and the learning process of figuring out how to win games and close games out. And unfortunately, the Coyotes aren't there yet. That, that wasn't good enough. Um, I, I do think there were huge mistakes on both of the goals. Maybe we'll talk about those tomorrow on the Peace Puck Talk. We'll see because it's a little grumpy. But they made mistakes. And, and it's not just one, it's two and three that lead to those goals. But then you get to the overtime. And th- there's honestly no excuse for too many men on the ice. Yeah. I know the coach didn't like it, and Andre was pissed, but it's too many men on the ice. It was. It was. Let's let's say that outright. Yeah, for Because I know a lot of people were challenging it in, in the uh, chat or people on Twitter saying, oh, it's just the referees out to get the Coyotes. No, it was too no, many men penalty. on the ice. It's a blatant penalty. The crowd penalty. saw it. We all saw it. It was a blatant penalty. Nothing wrong with that call. It's a penalty. Yeah. Very and, Canadian crowd to call it out loud, by the way. That was yeah, very and so those you cannot. That's not a roughing penalty where you're, or a hooking penalty where you're saving a goal on a, on a on a breakaway. It's a two hundred men on the ice penalty, clearly preventable. Yep. Uh, does Cooley need to get off the ice faster? Yeah, probably does. You jump over the boards. Don't go to the door. Jump over the boards. I was maybe wondering the, the same thing. He went to happen. the far door. Yeah. You notice that? I, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just those little mistakes. Cooley had a chance to win overtime twice, unable to do it. I think Cooley will get that. You know, if 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 he gets another opportunity, I think he's still working on building his confidence in this league. 
And so for me, it's a really disappointing loss for this team that was doing things right, even with only three shots on goal through 20 minutes. It was 0-0. Zero, zero. That's what yeah, you wanted. Yeah, on the road, especially. Yeah, against a team that, that flat out embarrassed you a few nights ago in Mullet Arena. You had them. You, ha- you, you had them. And it's just unfortunate that it, that it had to come down. First, it shouldn't have gone to overtime. And secondly, you can't take that penalty in overtime. So it's a tough loss for this team. Yeah, I felt. I don't want to make too much of it, but this this is one of those losses where you look back and say this is this was a crushing loss because you looked at some of the other things that were happening. Of course, Edmonton came back and rallied against Toronto anyway, but Calgary's a team you're battling for this spot, and they just embarrassed you on your own sheet of ice. So you need to come back and you need to win this game. Um, adding insult to this, and we we still don't have a report. On what's going on with Nick Schmaltz, who left late in the second period with PD? You know, I looked at a, we looked at the uh, hit, and it didn't seem like much. But we don't have anything yet from Coyotes media relations on him, and that's surprising to be honest. Because usually you get it after they go out for the next period. So I don't know what's going on. Did not return though. Yeah, yeah, not a good return. sign. And somebody said that that's one of the things that Keller needs. And yeah, Keller and Schmaltz play extremely well together. But Keller's an all star. He's been in this league long enough. He can play with anybody. And and I, I I don't know I just I, I I'm really disappointed in the way this this game unfolded for this team and if not for Ingram again, this game could have been out of hand much much earlier than overtime. Like Connor Ingram was was exceptional again tonight. Um, so I, I, I now I am curious though. He gets a shutout in Minnesota, so you have to give him the start in Calgary. Yeah. Now what? <sighs> Boy, I don't know because you're going into Vancouver against it. Start him again. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't think there's a question. That's fine. If to I'm me, in the coach's no, room, but like vote, we've been, we haven't been right many times. My vote's Ingram if I'm yeah. in the coach's room tomorrow morning yeah. and they ask my vote, which literally held no weight in the coach's room, but they asked me anyway, <laughs> I would I would have said Ingram and they'd say why. And I would say because he has a, a level of calmness to his game right now and he's playing extremely well and he's one of the top five goalies in the league right now. And, and so I think you need to play him if you're playing the statistically the best team in the NHL right now, first overall, at least in this morning when I woke up, they may not be now, was the Vancouver Canucks. Let's uh, take a look at the numbers in this one presented by Desert Financial Credit Union, Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes. Flames outshot the Coyotes 33-27. to As PD mentioned, the shots on goal in the first period were 6-3 Calgary, so kind of a weird first there. Um, Calgary one for five on the power play. The Coyotes just uh, took a lot of penalties in this one, 0 for 3 on their own power play. Shot attempts, the Coyotes had 62. The Flames had 55. But, yeah, that that too-many-men penalty is what got them in the end with 16.7 seconds left. If they could have just held on to the shootout, it would have you know, maybe they would have had it. But again, like we, we've already said, it was just, you just can't do that. And in three on three overtime of all things, that's what bothers me. Cause this team is notorious for taking too many men penalties, um, especially yeah, with the count when there's only six guys 11, on the ice. Yeah. Especially with 11, <laughs> seven, like yeah. they played tonight, but in overtime, it's just, it's just tough. Um, and, and I think blatantly put it well, the, the flames are who we thought they were and we let them off the hook. Huh. Do you know where that is? Dennis Green. Denny Green. little Minnesota Viking reference. <laughs> crown their ass, then crown their ass. Against the, was it the Cardinals or was it the, the Bears? The, was the Monday Bears? night meltdown. I was, was there. Bears? I covered it. I remember watching the game. But I was yeah. probably drunk. So and then Nick, Nick said, I've never seen a penalty like Kerfoot got. This is the second time in like a week the Coyotes have taken a penalty that you go, wait, 
what because they have to explain it and it's really weird um but i think it gave us one of the best andre Chernu reaction <laughs> moments of all time if you don't know what i'm talking about you can check it out on our twitter at phnx underscore coyotes um but yeah that like that was a stupid penalty the too many men was a stupid penalty and in the end they shot themselves in the foot like they had this game it was two nothing they did have this game they had it yeah, and they did it by doing things that we talked about before. They drove the net, they got to the net hard, and they defended in the first period. And I think w- w- when we were talking about this game after the Minnesota game, I said the most important period is the first period. And and I thought they were exceptional. 6-3 in shots, didn't give up any really difficult scoring chance, didn't create any either. Yeah. And that's with a power play on each side of the ice, and, and you still didn't have any major scoring chances. But again, we talked about that the, the Kerfoot penalty. He almost did the same thing in overtime. Yeah, like I, I, he, he, I don't know if it's just instinctual. It comes up. I know Brad Richardson. If 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 early in his career that penalty was called, he'd be in the penalty box all the time. And Antoine Vermette, that the rule came in later. You can't touch puck with your glove. You can't do it. It's a rule. So don't do it. Um, they did it to themselves tonight. I, I, I just I. I'm going to take a deep breath because we said yesterday in the in the 41 game recap show that they've taken a step forward. They have. Now it, you've got to grow and find a way to win games like this in a tough environment on the road against a team that really needed those points. Also, even when it went to overtime, that's a point you couldn't give Calgary. Yeah, you you needed to get that game and you needed to get it in regulation. So here's what I wonder now: is you lose that game in overtime, what's the mood in the Coyotes locker room immediately after that loss? Oh, you you got to be disappointed. And, and does it get to the point that the frustrations now are coming in and now do the fingers start getting pointed? And that's when you're in trouble. When, when, hey, you did this or you did that. That's when you get in trouble. I don't know if this team is there yet because I think their their veteran leadership is strong enough. But it's coming. And and, and this team is, they're, they're in trouble. And, yeah, they're teetering. And, and they're teetering, teetering right now, yeah. Yeah, they've got the Vancouver Canucks who were, were first in the NHL. And they score a lot of goals. And that's not a good recipe for a Coyote team right now that's, mm. that's struggling. And if they have to go in without Nick Schmaltz. Yeah. And uh, I, I know we're going to get to the upcoming schedule a little later on. But when you look at the tail end of this stretch just before the All-Star break, it's a nasty yeah. stretch. So, yeah, this is this is a defining moment for the Coyote season. Uh, going back to the silly mistakes or unnecessary things, Kesselring cross check and roughing on Zary. Is that how you say his name? Zary, yeah. Yeah, that was wild. Like that was so. That felt so unnecessary. Like I get it. He bumped into Ingram's and he's standing up for him, but it was just like over the top unnecessary again. Like going back to shooting themselves in the foot, and nothing came of that. It was in the first period, yeah. uh, but it could have. I mean, Jason Demers is like that actually. Yeah, I was he liked say, the bite in his game. One there. of the things when you're in the locker room and you're on the bench, you can take the physical tough penalties. You can take that. You don't want to see offensive like ticky tacks, like a hooking or something. Like that. I don't mind a guy standing up for his goalie in that situation. I, I want to see more of that from Kesselring. Maybe not where he's sitting in the penalty box, mm-hmm. but you want to see that edge of his game that I don't know. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. All of those things. Petey are coming. and I are both biased because we're goaltenders, so we like to say, yeah, stand up for your goaltenders, goal. be defended. Your, but you're right, Lee. Hey, I can't take a penalty there. Yeah, I just, I just felt, like, I just felt like it was uh, a lot of goalies in the room. And I, I, if Danielle, no, Danielle, I Danielle, do not play goalie when you play Danielle hockey. Don't be. do it. You know why Danielle wouldn't be goalie? Because she's she's like she's I think too she, like yeah yeah it needs to you got to have the action a little bit of zen to be a goalie, and I think she'd be a power forward. Yeah, I agree. No, I don't have that. Yeah, you don't have that. No zen. No zen. No zen. Wait. Can I 
Can I follow up on that? Yes. When you look at Petey and you look at me, do you think Zen? Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, maybe That's fair. Not. Yeah, that's, that's fair. fair. Not. <laughs> Especially not Petey. I think, I think Craig, you definitely have more Zen than Petey. Yeah. Petey <laughs> is the, like, yeah, he, the he's, of yeah Zen. his photo is in, like, the antonym <laughs> section under the definition <laughs> of Zen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, all right. Well, it wasn't all bad tonight. Um, we do have a dog, and this dog was the benefactor of a what chaos bump today mm-hmm. uh if you missed it sean Dersey was a guest on what chaos and all city hockey show they cover the nhl i'm sure you know them they're on our show weekly but he was a guest on their show phenomenal phenomenal interview if you missed it it's on their youtube channel the full 52 minutes um on the what chaos youtube but he uh much like walking and talking bump i think the what chaos bump is real sean Dursey scores his seventh of the season tonight and gets an assist on the logan cooley goal so for those reasons sean Dursey has that desert dog in him um great performance from Dursey tonight yeah i thought yeah i thought this is the best game he's played and, and I, not just the offensive side because we've seen that from sean Dursey before um, but he had an extra step in his game on the defensive side too. I thought he defended extremely well. You saw the big hit he had in the third period on the blue line. Um, Jersey is more than advertised from the LA Kings. We, we had heard a lot from the Kings staff and people around their organization saying, kids got the offensive upside, but he can't defend. And I, I, I thought he was exceptional tonight. He, I think he was the best coyote tonight. And we had Ingram in the running for the desert dog um, for the first two and a half periods, unfortunately. If it, you it kind of type apart. out the words shut out in our Discord, like I'm going to ban you from our Discord. Is that Discord. major again? Yes. And look, he just sent a super chat to try and make up for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I want Bees. Bees saying, I get, wait, yeah, wait, Sky is fine. Yeah, Bees. Can we show Bees' comment? Show it Bees. was funny. Um, it said... Uh, no, above oh, that. One more. One more. Um, so to recap, Sky is falling. All his lost season is over. Why even try any longer? <laughs> I was going to say pretty <laughs> That much. is the vibes tonight. That's it. Sorry, Bees. We'll, we'll, we'll bring hope tomorrow. We're just not bringing hope today. Yeah. Did you have anything more to say on Jersey? No, I, I, I just think that, that again, it, this team is not ready for the playoffs. I'm sorry. They're just not. They're getting there. And, and a player like Sean Jersey at 24, 25 years, years of age, this is the guy they can grow with. And he's a guy that when you – Turn the corner. You know, we're talking three years from now. Simisev, Butte, Butte, um, Mavlam, Geeky, all of those guys we've talked about. And you throw a veteran Sean Dursey on the back end and a veteran Clayton Keller on the power play. Now you're talking about a team that can roll four lines, can be physical on the back end. And, and I think that that's what you're hoping to grow with with a guy like Sean Dursey. I think this is just the beginning of, of a guy that's going to play extremely well for a very long time. Um, okay, Rory Fork, um, I appreciate you trying to make up for it. This is all my fault. Stop blaming the hockey players and coaches for what happened in the hockey game. If you know, you know. We do know, Roaring Fork, but thank you for the $10. Anyway, I will take that $10 and file it away in my Desert Financial Credit Union checking account. Uh, $210 I will have because when you open a checking account at Desert Financial Credit Union, you get $200 in bonuses. Craig Banks there. Um, so you know it's good enough for you because if it's good enough for Craig, it's probably too good for you, as we like to say here on this show. Um, but Desert Financial, they do savings accounts, mortgages, loans, credit cards, investment options, and more. So whatever you're looking for with banking, they have you covered. And like I mentioned, when you open a free checking account online, get $200 in bonuses. You can get started by visiting desertfinancial.com slash 200. And after you save your $200, take it all, the $200 you saved, and <laughs> all of it. run down to Burrito Express. Because you imagine how much food you can buy so for much, bucks at Burrito so Express. So much. 
body on campus. That's an on-campus treat on the ASU campus. By the way, they're a huge supporter of ASU athletics at Burrito Express. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Burrito EXP. They have everything you need for what? Burritos. Like they're massive. Remember, we, used to, so like, we get them for the breakfast salsas? burritos here. And literally, I, I know it's a big surprise. I'm not a real big guy. Like that's a two or three meal burrito. <laughs> that, I'm not kidding. And, and we're still trying to find out what Michaela did to the Burrito Express burrito. <laughs> to, no, to the salsas. Salsas? Yeah, she hoards the Why salsas. Why not the burritos? The salsas. The salsas. Anyway, they're the favorite burritos in, in the city. Check out the Tempe location when you're on campus. They're a big sport of ASU athletics, so make sure you support them right back. Again, grab a burrito and follow Burrito Express at Twitter at Burrito EXP. Do we have an update? Yeah, well, Michael, one of our diehards, is there, actually, because we know he lives in Calgary, and he was covering the game tonight. And Andre Turin, you said that Schmaltz is just day-to-day. He's questionable for Thursday's game against Vancouver, so it doesn't sound that serious. But obviously, they would like to have Nick Schmaltz in for that game in Vancouver because... As we keep saying, the games are getting more and more important and they can't afford to fall any farther behind than they are right now. I also think it's interesting that he said neither Sean Dersey nor Andre Turney offered up any comment when asked post-game about the too many men penalty in overtime. Yeah. So very interesting. Um, but we can't we don't have to dwell on that any longer. I want to talk about Logan Cooley, who finally scored after what felt like he would literally never score again. I think I said that in Discord, and then he scored, so you're welcome, Logan. He gets his fourth of the season um, on a really good play set up by Darzy and Keller um, and had a few more opportunities to end Mm. this game, (laughs) a couple breakaways in this one. I just couldn't get the finish, but happy to see Logan Cooley get on the score sheet because four goals in 42 games, I don't think that's what any of us expected for Logan Cooley. He's still going to be seeing that one in OT in his sleep. Boy. Yeah, he was on the bench. He looked like disgusted. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's funny because every game we sit here, uh, on the post game show, and we say, "Oh, L- Logan Cooley's taking a step forward," or "Logan Cooley was a little better tonight," or "We saw a little more jump in Logan Cooley's game tonight." But it's just not quite there. No, like it, you just want you just want that little mm-hmm. bit more. And I'm thrilled he got a goal today, and he went to the net. And and a, we, we talk about the ability to go to the net. You you see the goals tonight scored by this Coyote crew. It's by going to the net. And Logan Cooley did that, and he's not afraid to mix it up. He plays a lot tougher than his size shows. But you just want to make that next step, right? Like you get a breakaway in overtime and, and we all sit there and go, that's a Logan Cooley moment. Yes, like it that's is. it. And people say he's bad on breakaways. You're out of your mind. That's why he was drafted, right? Yeah, like unreal. for plays like this. Yes. He's, he's got some of the best hands on this team. Like, come on. No, he's, he's outstanding in breakaways. He just missed the net. And, and I don't know if he's trying so hard to, to live up to the expectations of what Logan Cooley is supposed to be that he just doesn't let the game happen. I think in college, he just he was just Logan Cooley. Just go play. And I think here he's trying to meet those expectations and maybe he's grabbing a stick tighter. Maybe he's trying too hard. But those moments like that, he's got to score. Like, he has to score. And that that's where he's going to elevate his game. And finally, we can stop saying, well, he's growing and he's taking baby steps. No, take a big giant leap. Score in overtime. A huge goal. Make your second goal of the game. That's what we need to see from Logan Cooley. I know he's getting better. I know he's playing more physically engaged. I know he's he's he, having these little spurts of offense, but he's got to score on opportunities like that to truly arrive as, as one of the top rookies in the game. wanted to ask you about another player who's gotten the chance to play with him. Um, everybody's excited when Dylan Gunther got called up and he had you know, some success early on. His minutes have been shaved recently. Um, I don't know what you saw from Dylan Gunther. Did, 
Yeah, we, we Lee and I were sitting by each other in the more furniture chairs, and I tell you what, he didn't have that same. Mm-hmm. He had one shot on goal that we liked, and with, that's what he ended up with: one shot on goal, three attempts. Yeah. When you look at Cooley, Cooley had eight attempts, uh, which tied Zucker for the most on the team for attempts. Um, I thought this was the first time that I said Gunther probably took a step backwards, yeah. and I think that that after you play so many games, this is where. You know, it, the schedule starts to wear on you and you yep. start to get tired and the pace of play is is picking up and that, that adrenaline that was there when you first got called up is no longer there. Now it's part of the grind. Um, I'm not saying he can't get that back, but this was the first time he didn't go, wow, right. his pace. And I think the first two games he got called up, everybody's comments were, wow, he's playing fast and look at his pace. And, and I didn't get that sense tonight in Calgary. Yeah, and, and Andreas said, look, when Dylan Gunther's on the ice and he's not producing offensively, he can still put him out there because he trusts him. He's a responsible player. And that's true. He, By and large, he has played that way. But that's, again, not why Dylan Gunther is here. And, and, and again, you shouldn't, you shouldn't come away with anything from this game that is definitive about Dylan Gunther's ability to stick in the NHL. It's also one game or a couple games now that we've strung together. So you can't judge him on this sample. But that's the, that's the idea, right? It's a day-to-day evaluation. Exactly. Don't get too excited after those first two games. Maybe don't get too depressed after these these last two, but over a body of time now here, we're gonna we're gonna get a feel for whether Dylan Gunther belongs with his club after the All Star break. And one of the other things too, though, is is that the the line jumbling playing eleven seven, yeah, and with the injury to Smaltz and the limited ice time to Liam O'Brien in the third, then you, you, you know what you didn't see, you didn't see that Kraus Bukestad Michelli line out there to calm things down. Yeah, you know, because Michelli's playing up with Keller because Schmaltz is hurt, and you just and Bukestad's out there with Cooley and, and Gunther at times, and and even then you're shuffling those lines. You just always feel when this team really needs a moment of calm, you just throw the Bukestad Kraus Michelli line over the boards, and they're not there to do that anymore. And I don't know if there's just to bring that sense of calm back to reality. Now you throw Bukestad with two rookies, so I, I I still think they've got to get back from their injuries, and hopefully Schmaltz can play because. This one's, you got to put it behind you. You got to learn from it, grow from it, but you better be ready to play when you you step on the ice in Vancouver because that team, and they, they haven't faced a team like this in a while. They can put up the kind of numbers that the, that the, the Vancouver Canucks can put up. So the Coyotes haven't won in Calgary in a very long time. Craig, when is the last is time? True? When is the last time the Coyotes won at the Saddle Dome? April third, two thousand eighteen. Eighteen. That's six, six years, years ago yeah. for those keeping 2018? track. Eighteen. Boy, buddy, I can think of some rough losses. Uh, do you remember the one right before the bubble too, where they were they hit that two game skid yeah. there in Winnipeg, and that was a tough game. Uh, yeah, it's it a tough building to play in. Yeah, it, it is. It really is. And Calgary plays better at home. They they're heavier at home. It's 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 a miserable building and. I know you've been there. We got Raz sitting behind the back here. Calgary data stinks. No, it's worth. Yeah, sometimes it it literally does stink. It literally does stink. It's 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 a different building. He's nodding. And in the NHL, this is one of the buildings where the fans are literally on top of you. Like this is a tight building. The fans can make such an impact there, and it's dark and it's gloomy underneath, and the locker rooms are dark and gloomy. You just get on the ice and you feel dark and gloomy, and it's cold and dark and gloomy outside. It's just hard to get. Sometimes they flood it too. Sometimes, yeah. it, sometimes it's is an it under- dark, and dark and gloomy. And then they're just on top of you, and then they're just yeah. physical, and you go, oh, shit, we're behind by two. And so to come in this building and have them on the run yeah. is just frustrating. Yeah. Like, yeah. And let, let's let's call it the way it is. When it's 2 nothing with 11 minutes to go in this game, Matt Dumba's got the puck on his stick behind his net. The Coyotes have full possession with a two-goal lead behind their net, and then it 
they don't. Yep. And I, 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 I want to say something, though. I, I'm not blaming Matt Dumba on that play. He literally has no play but to rim that puck. He has to rim that puck. He's under pressure. That's a, that's pucks coming hard, rimmed off. the Anderson just beats Michelli to the puck. Michelli has to be first on, has to be inside Anderson. Has to be, period. There's no exception. He has to be inside Anderson to stop that puck. And then on the game-tying goal, I mean, Troy Stetcher gets beat wide, and then you've got... Not two one, guys. but two guys, two guys defending Kessel Ring. I mean, tie up the stick again. That's that's yeah. your job in front of the net. So, and we talked about Kessel Ring being physical in the crease. If you'd have been physical there, I mean, you want to blow up Kadri in the crease, take your two minute penalty. That's when you take the two minute yeah. penalty. He's out of reach. Well, then well, take him out. Yep. Look at Kessel Ring's got to learn that he's got to be able to take the man to the net. And that means under stick. And that means if this is Kachuk, you got to be under a stick like that. Yep. Drive him to the net. That's his job. And and unfortunately, the same thing happened. He's got to be able to, to, to defend that. And I, I think even a, they've got to do a better job of defending their net front, period. Yep. It's been a problem for this team for yep. a long time. When we talk about yeah, the defense and learning and they're, they're, they're growing, that's one of the skills that they need to be better at. And it's, 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 it's okay. You just got to learn from it. You got to be better because that's a skill you need to acquire. You got to be under sticks when guys are driving the net. There's a few things that feel like happen to the Coyotes a lot. One is taking a lot of too many men penalties. The other is allowing shorthanded goals against. Uh, the other is allowing goals against within three minutes of scoring. And that happened again tonight with Calgary scoring two minutes and 17 seconds after Logan Cooley's goal. And then again, a minute three after that. And at that point, like there, there was no two one for the Coyotes to hold on to. It was two, two right away. And the building came alive. I mean, credit to the Calgary yeah. fans. It was a really good atmosphere for the, the flames. They were chanting all along. Um, but that just feels like yet another thing that continues to happen to the Coyotes. And another thing that as they, take this step forward, they're going to have to improve upon uh, year over year. So yeah, this has been a very doom and gloom vibe. I think just, I think the energy is more frustration than anything because they had it. Like they, it wasn't one where they Mm -hmm. were down to nothing, came back, tied it, got to overtime, lost, but still got that unexpected point. Um, That that's frustration is, is the biggest thing and it's not going to get any easier. So let's take a look at the upcoming schedule. We already mentioned Vancouver, of course, on the road this Thursday um, and then home on Saturday against Nashville. Nashville is right up there in the wild card race. So that's a huge, not only two points, but a four point game for the coyotes. And then next week, I mean, they play some really tough teams, Penguins in town Monday, and then they hit the road for Florida, Tampa, Carolina. Oy, that's yeah. going to be a tough one. So this is a really rough schedule heading into the all-star break for the Coyotes. Two must wins Thursday, Saturday. I, I, I don't know how else you put it. If you want to stay in the, in the playoff hunt right now, those points are too valuable. When Edmonton is continuing to do what they're doing, Seattle is still on fire. You ha- you have to, and now guess who's on fire is the Calgary Flames. Yeah, <laughs> no uh, pun intended. Yeah, I did, <laughs> I, I did not realize I said that until I said it. Sorry, uh, I, ironic. I don't know. Um, so uh, they have to win, and they they've got to find a way to win in Vancouver, another building that they struggle at, and then you have to come home less than by the time they land, it's barely twenty four hours, one o'clock in the afternoon. Horrific scheduling that to, to play the Nashville Predators, a team that they need to beat. Yep. And if you drop those two and then have to go on the road to Tampa, Florida, and Carolina, it's funny. We've said this before about this team when they go on a trip like that and we go, oh, they got no chance, and then they sweep the trip. 
I'm not sure they can do that if they if they lose three out of four here because you're going to go on that road trip and be pretty disappointed in your performance. Yeah, and I think they're scheduled to land at 3.30 a.m., by the way. So, wow. The, the next day is just lost. Yeah. Well, you're Dumped. already into the next yeah. day by the time you land. So, yeah, that's a rough Yeah, and with no morning skate either. So, you won't skate yep. and you won't practice on Friday. You won't have a morning skate on Saturday. So, you're going from game in Vancouver to game against Nashville. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be really a tough game at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yep. And, but it is. Boy. On the good news, though, it's bucket hat day. 90s True. bucket hat day and Leah and I need bucket hats. So if, so Craig if, and Raz, if Craig, Craig and Raz are going to that game, get, buddy, get, get those some bucket, bucket hats. hats. We want them. Yeah, I, I'm. We all know this here in the studio. I'm all about the free shit, and that's free shit, and I want it. Enough we'll said. collect them. Enough said. Raz and I will collect them. Thank you. Put them on eBay. <laughs> For us to bid on. Oh yeah. my How gosh. is Brock Besser's name pronounced? Besser. Just There's like your that. answer. Fighting Sue Brock Besser. <laughs> oh, Who's man. going out to lunch, dinner tomorrow night with who? Shane, how do you want to pronounce yeah. Brock Besser's name? How do would you, you like it to be pronounced? Craig, who is Brock Besser going out to dinner Brock with tomorrow Besser night? Connor, Connor Garland. Garland. He's going out with Connor Garland. Yep. Brock Besser is going to dinner with Connor Garland. And... Oh, Brock Besser's going? Nick Schmaltz and Clayton Keller. Nick Schmaltz and Clayton Keller. The four of them. Because Schmaltz is a North Dakota guy. Besser's a North Dakota guy. Oh, I didn't know know Besser was in on that. And Garland and G are nearly great friends. And speaking of Connor Garland, Craig? Yup. Are we doing this now? I might as well. (laughs) Leah's like, wait, this this is not my script anymore. You go go on, Pete. Petey and I got a chance to catch up. (laughs) (laughs) Petey and I got a chance to catch up with former Coyote and current Vancouver Canuck. Connor Garland today for an audio-only episode of the PHNX Coyotes yes. podcast. That will drop tomorrow at 10 a.m., I believe, Leah. I don't so know. Whatever Leah says, she was, might not drop it now. Yeah, she might pissed. be angry with you. So. <laughs> Correct. I can't blame her. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a great interview. Uh, it was and, a really good interview. And I hate to tell people this, but I, I like to tell people this because, you know, it's fun to say it. Some of the best stuff came, <sighs> a, came after Petey Craig. stopped recording. And it was Petey that stopped recording. I know, but we said thanks, so. goodbye. And then we shouldn't have said goodbye because then he was great. Yeah. Five more minutes of he was great, content. period, though. It was, he was, great. It was a great interview. It was a really so good listen interview. To it. Listen to it tomorrow. It'll tee you up yeah. for the Vancouver Canucks. And, Canuck he, and game. he talks a little bit about how the Canucks play and what to look for in that game. And Rick Tockett. He talks a lot about you wanna, Rick Tockett. You want to say how bad Rick Tockett was as a coach in Arizona? Maybe we should tune into this. He talks about Clayton Keller. He talks about yep. his time in Arizona with Tucson. It's a really good interview. Uh, yeah, the weather, donuts. Chikrin. Chikrin. Gilbert, the city of Gilbert. Coke. Um, he did. Gilbert did come on. Coke, the drink. Not, Coke, yes. the drink. not the drug. Yeah. Good Bella. lord. Uh, Phil Kessel. My goodness. Phil Kessel. So listen to it uh, again tomorrow, 10 a.m., Wednesday at 10 a.m., uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Audio only. So you must subscribe to get it in your feed. Um, and you can listen to it on your way to Gila River Resorts and Casinos. What a great time out there at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. They have locations all over the valley. Great restaurants, great casinos. They have the BetMGM Sportsbook out at Wild Horse Pass. It's a grand old time. We love Gila River Resorts and Casinos. And if you're looking for a staycation, I don't know if you noticed, but Arizona is the only place in the country not getting hit by the polar vortex right now. Uh, so it's always a good time for a staycation. I think the high the next couple of days is like 71, Beautiful. 73. Beautiful. Yeah. Twist my arm. Uh, go head on over to Gila River Resorts and Casinos. You do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. You can visit play at Gila.com for more details. And then download the Circle K app and become part of the Circle K inner circle. And here's a couple things about them. First of all, they've got the Polar Pops. Not only are they the coldest pops, they fit in your cup holder. But what? Cups don't sweat. And I know we're, we're not there yet. This, yeah. It's in the 70s tomorrow. Yeah. It matters. It is going back. If That's you right. park yeah, in the sun, up. like no this polar vortex here. But I'm going to say something, Circle K. I got a little problem. Oh, no. 
And more importantly, I've got a problem with with Max. Oh, our no. salesperson who's responsible for the, the Circle K snack cart. We rely on the Circle K <laughs> snack cart to get through our Coyote games. The Circle K snack cart is a very important piece of our studio here at PHNX. And my favorite snack on the Circle K snack cart is out. Okay. The it is no chips? longer there. The plain kettle cooked Circle K chips are no longer that's, in the snack that's cart. That's a tragedy. So that I blame Max, not Circle K, because <laughs> Circle K has some of the best snacks, including the kettle cooked plain chips. Not the flavor, no, the plain. And the Salt orange slices, we haven't had those since day one either. Come on, Max, get on this. Can Salt I jump in on this before you finish oh, the, yeah, uh, you know, the key stuff? The yeah. yeah, we've talked about baked goods for a while. Oh, my baked goods at Circle you know, K in I the morning? I feel like Max just waited Sean to pause out. And, oh, he's, yeah, he's going to leave goods eventually, in the so I won't have to fulfill that Circle one K either. Coffee. Now, we did finally get the fruit pies, and I appreciate yep. the fruit pies, but you know I've been asking for a sleeve of donuts for a while. So let me talk directly to you, Circle K. I would like a sleeve of donuts on the there Circle K snack cart. And Same. then you know how you can get that? You get you should become part of the Inner Circle because with the Inner Circle, you get 25 cents off per gallon on your first five Phillips and three cents per gallon every day after that. Get And you know what? All kinds of free stuff. And I bet you might be able to get some free <laughs> snacks and donuts and drinks. If you become part of the you inner do. circle. So join the inner circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Blaine <laughs> Lee goes, Petey's got a problem. Hide your Christmas decorations. Hide your postal workers. <laughs> hey, by the way, for <laughs> oh, the people God, who live on 74th place, <laughs> Good fifth house down on the right, <laughs> uncle, uncle. It's January 16th. There is no, there, there is no, there, there is no reason. And I don't care about the six days or whatever that thing with the epiphany. Yeah, that was 10 days ago. We though. blew the epiphany days ago. Blew the epiphany. Turn what? off the goddamn lights. Uncle, oh. they're on. Like my other neighbor said, they're on. I haven't had time. I had work. Fine. Didn't turn them on. This son of a bitch has them on. <laughs> turn them off. I'm going to have lights for the uh, St. Patty's Day party. Yeah, but if they're Just green. By the way, Craig has Thanks already sent the, the official invite for St. Patty's Day. It's, it's, out. Thanks, it's out. out. Oh my God, that was. Petey, I finally took down my Christmas tree. But, but again, though, you work <laughs> ri ridiculous hours, Danielle. I'm, I'm I also, okay with I, that. I've been meaning to tell you, I was afraid to bring it up on air, but I I, uh, I went to Circle K and I have an 11 gallon tank in my car. Yes. And I filled it up to 10.9 uh, gallons in one one fill, so I was like 0.1. <laughs> Is this just the Ryle PDF where is the, segment? Where is the parenting there? <laughs> <laughs> like, Raz, don't ever run your tank to the last little bar. When you get to the third bar, go, you know what's time? I swing. I go by 100 Circle Ks a day. I could swing into one and get gas because you know what? I don't know when there's going to be a pizza emergency or a, or a burrito emergency and I need gas. Danielle, you're better than that. The, the, the chat, PD Rand. Raz, you do you. You do you. Okay. Yeah, we, right. Is there more hockey to yeah, talk about? Let, uh, so the, another frustrating part, let's just keep on the negative vibes. I'm in. Uh, another frustrating part of the night is the Coyotes with a win tonight really could have gained ground in the standings. Mm. Seattle lost again. Edmonton can't lose. They won their 11th straight. Toronto Maple Leafs are broken, but that we can talk more about on Friday. Uh, come back from behind to beat Toronto. Edmonton now claims the first wild card spot. Um, they have 49 points with four games in hand on a couple teams below them. And Arizona has 45 points. So instead of being two points out of a wild card, they are four points out of a wild card mm. with the schedule that we just looked at. I mean, this is it's tough. And man, like we talked about how bad Minnesota was. They're only four points ahead of Minnesota. So there's really no room for error here. 
and uh, they could have gained a lot of ground tonight that they didn't. So kind of just adds salt to the wound of the night. It does. It does. There's nothing more to say. You've said it all. Yeah, and it, you know, there, the, the, there's still 38 games left, and I know there are. there's a lot of hockey left, but it, it, it's those games on a schedule that you'll go back and look at, and this is going to be one of them, yes. that they'll sit there in April and go, gosh, we, we had that game. That mm -hmm. That's a huge swing, and it allowed Calgary to jump them. Right. We'll be able to do that at some point, maybe. Yeah. I mean, the L.A. game, remember that one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, where you had there's, the lead. I try not to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a handful of those games. And, 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 I, and I, I really believe that, that the Edmonton Oilers are for real, and I think they're coming on strong now, and I think Seattle's going to be a playoff team, and, and, and Nashville seems to hang around. Um, and now Calgary's playing better hockey, too, and they've got good goaltending. So it's going to be extremely difficult. Not impossible. Extremely difficult, but you can't lose games like the one tonight if you want to stick around the playoff race. And that's why when you lose one like this, you're going to have to make it up on a win somewhere else where you're not supposed to. And that could be Vancouver. That could be Tampa. That could be Florida or Carolina. You're going to have to win games you're not supposed to now. And that's one where, where a team you could have jumped over in the stand. And on that the road, one too. On the yeah, road. Definitely. Really good teams on the road. Yep. That's, that's a yeah, the opportunity. And, and if Calgary jumps out and they're up 3 nothing after one, you go, okay, they battle back and you can 3-3 three, three in the overtime. Great. You got a point. Yay. But that's not the feeling. Yeah, it's all it's tonight. all about how it's it happens. It's really interesting. Um, well, let's take a look at the punch card. And I was actually surprised to see that they haven't had a lot of overtime or shootout losses this season. This was only the third one of the season, but now that's four losses and two wins on this line of the mm. punch card. Um, and that's just hasn't really been following the pace of the other lines that have seen a lot more wins. So they really got to get it together with some tough opponents ahead here. And PD, I'm curious from you, what you think, like if you had to give some keys to Thursday's game now, what would they be? Like, how do you take on a team like the Vancouver? Well, one of the things you got to do is you can't take chances against a team like Vancouver because they're too quick, they're too fast, and they can they can bury you quickly. So what does that mean? That means you can't take chances in the offensive zone, especially the offensive zone blue line. We talk about that high cycle with, with, with Schmaltz and Keller up top. If you're going to play light way up top, you got to have a defenseman to back it up because if you turn the puck over there against Pedersen, you're in trouble. And you're going to end up with that puck, at least a scoring chance going back the other way. You're going to have to defend the net front better. You're talking about guys like JT Miller, Brock Besser. These guys get to the net hard. You're going to have to defend the net much better than they've done. And you've got to play against Quinn Hughes. And you cannot give that kid any ice time or, or open ice at all. So you got to take away time and space from him. And that means you got to stay above players. You can't dive in on the four check. you got to stay F3's got to stay above. There's so many little things. I, when you're playing a team that's faster than you and better than you, that you have to defend even when you're in the offensive zone. And I, I hearken back to uh, to when Dave Tippett coached uh, Edmonton in Edmonton, mm -hmm. and we defended in all three zones. It was you just defended, and, and you hoped that you could keep Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl in front of you, even in the offensive zone. And then you hope you're around it by the third period, and you can get one. And guess what? Dave Tippett went through that with that Western Canadian swing twice with a sweep of those three teams. The Coyotes used to be really good yeah. in Edmonton for a stretch. I remember yep. that. They owned Edmonton, period, under Tippett. Yeah, yeah they insane. did. Had a, and, and again, it's about streak. defending. And, and one of the things, yeah. you, you have to be able to defend extremely well against a team that's going to put up 
the kind of offensive push like you're going to get at Vancouver, you cannot let them get multiple odd man rushes against. That means no turnovers in the middle of the ice. That means you can't have defensemen diving in. You've got to protect the blue line first, and then you hope you squeak out a goal later in the game and try to keep this to a 3-2-2-1 game and try not to let it get away from you and have one of those 7-6-6-5 games. Yeah, you know all the skill they have in the top six already. Yeah. That's, that's obvious it's been on display. Connor, and I don't want to give too much away, but Connor talked about how those bottom six Yep. Those two lines play with a lot of pace. So it's a real challenge. Yeah. All four lines. Yeah. And they don't team. give up much either because yeah. Th- Thatcher Demko has proven to be, the, if not the best, one of the best goalies in the He's league this definitely year. Definitely in the running for the visitor. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this is a tough task. And, and it's a, not a friendly building to play in either. And the team plays very well at home. So the, fr- the fans are really friendly in Vancouver. Hey, I will say. Raz is a Canucks fan, and he's very normal. Yeah, he's very friendly. He is, he is. Very friendly. I think what happens is when they get together. Yeah, it's like it's like groupthink. Yeah, yeah. 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 pack mentality. It's like Do a chemical agree? reaction. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, they also have. The- By the way, Raz from Calgary, a Canucks fan. Explain that. I I can't. But the Canucks also have the fewest home losses in the entire NHL. Oh, that's okay. good. So, so yeah, things in. are looking really good. So it's going to be a really fun week. It's an but this eight is o'clock probably one of those. This is probably one of those guys come out and win by five. Like, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> you, you know? really never know. So I, I think it's going to be, this is all about how well they defend and limit the odd man rushes against because this one, like the game at Calgary at home, this one could be over quick if, if they give up too many opportunities. And I'm really curious to see who they throw between the pipes. Yeah, me too. Um, well, you can bet on that game on Thursday. I'll be curious to see the line on that one. But if you're going to bet it, make sure you do it. Over at BetMGM, I don't have advice for you on the Coyotes game. But I do uh, I do have a parlay pick, courtesy of Shane, who I did see in the chat earlier today. This one is on the next weekend of NFL playoffs. And here is the parlay. It's Texans at Ravens, the over, 40, over 43 and a half. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers plus six against the Detroit Lions. The Buffalo Bills minus three against the Chiefs. You can parlay all three of those together for plus 648 odds over at BetMGM. So if you want to tail that, you know, Shane, he knows a thing or two about sports betting. You can sign up for BetMGM. Use the bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM. Sportsbook wager through the BetMGM Sportsbook mobile application of at least $5, and you receive $158 instantly. The 58 is for Super Bowl 58 in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now, Uh-oh. in a dramatic plot twist, Uh-oh. what? listen to Damon talk Ooh, about the disclaimer. Damon? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 467-369-NEW York. Call 1-800-327-5050 Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA. 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 Puerto Rico in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. And while wow. you're at Damon, it, speed yeah, reader. That was, that was, that was <laughs> you know what Damon <laughs> needs after that? He needs an ice cold beer. Yeah, he does. And <laughs> it's a new year, new beer. Bad Birdie, Juicy Golden Ale. By the way, who doesn't love a Golden Ale? It, I think that's right down the... Like, it's not nice. Yeah, like, Craig. it's for it's everyone. It's like right down the middle. Oh, it's for everyone. Golden yeah. Ale. Golden it's, great. A col- it's a new collaboration between Four Peaks and Bad Birdie. Super drinkable and the perfect companion at the tea box or in your fridge. And one thing about Four Peaks, they always have a beer to fit your mood. No knock on the bad birdie, juicy golden ale, because I'm sure it's wonderful. But tonight, after a game like that, there is no doubt that that this is a kilt lifter vibe for me. Yeah, I want that right. dark caramel. I want that the, the I want that hearty. I'm drinking a beer, beer, right? And that's the kilt lifter for me. So make sure you visit fourpeaks.com-slash-locator to find all of your favorite beers and events. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's. <laughs> see, like who did that? <laughs> 
Hometown Brewery. I saw it coming. Did you see it coming? God, thanks for your help, Leah. Arizona's Hometown Brewery. That's what you get. You must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks. Please enjoy it responsibly. That's what you get. Yeah, learn. I'll learn. Oh my gosh. Oh boy. All right. Well, I know there's going to be a lot of four peaks flowing at our putting party on January 24th. So the PHNX Suns crew had a takeover tonight and the vibes were not great. I'm not no, going to lie. Not good. Like they were down by 20. I think it yep. was not good vibes. Not good. The PHNX Suns crew comes back to the office. They sit down. Didn't say a word. Didn't say a word. They're like super down depressed. Down by and 20. Down by 20. All of a 20. sudden, in real time, we have the Coyotes up, up on one two. screen and the Suns up on the other. Down by 20. And what starts to happen? It was like, yeah, the balance the balance of the universe shifted. Suddenly, both games were tied. Both games were tied. Literally well, at the same Well, all of a sudden, time. the yes. Suns start coming back and the Coyotes start giving up goals. And Espo is like crying in the back, like dying laughing at how funny it was. It wasn't very funny to us. Um, and Flex is like, shh, yeah, to everyone. Talk. Couldn't talk. Wait, yeah. what? what Flex... Flex was quieting everyone else so that he could speak yeah, the entire Flex, time because he was yeah. narrating the final quarter of that game. He was game. not quiet. You know, no. And so if you don't watch the Sun Show, you should. Nor was clean. Because if you, if you knew Flex, and you should know Flex, Flex, I don't know if, he, if he's ever calm. Like, no, but Flex, Flex has a vibe. He definitely So tune in to the Sun Show, but not one Anyway, the whole point in that story is to say watching the Suns with those guys is a lot of fun. So we want you to come to the putting party oh, January putting party. 24th at 630 at Putting World presented by Michelob Ultra. My goodness, what a cool place. Putting world. We've been out there. If you're into golfing, if you're into putting, it's really like it's not, you know, there's no windmills. It's not putt putt. There is no windmills or clown putting. noses. But if you don't want to putt, that's fine too, because the ticket gets you unlimited beer and alcohol. How much? And unlimited free putting as well. So unlimited? Unlimited beer and wine. Oh, that what could go wrong? So hmm. you can click the shing, click the link, excuse me, in the show notes or visit gophnext.com to grab your tickets today. And if you're a diehard, you get 20% off tickets. If you want, you can go. Okay. Um, 20% off tickets if you're a I'm diehard. House. One of the great reasons to it become is. a diehard, including joining our Discord, 20% off on merch, a free shirt or how when you sign up, diehard-only content such as PD's Puck Talks, Craig's stories a couple times a month. Just so many perks to being a diehard, and they only continue. we only continue to add more perks. So true. we want you to become a diehard. Anything else that you guys want to talk about tonight, or should we uh, wrap this one up? I'm just sorry I came back from Dublin for this. <laughs> Yeah, if I think you know, you is, know. This is going to be interesting to see how the coaches respond to this one. Because yeah. it, 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 it's almost like you can't. What, what can you do? What can you do? Really? It, it, I mean, you have them ready to play, but wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you sit in time at the, the whiteboard and the video board on this one. I don't know what you're going to say. I think you will talk about driving the net and being able to get under sticks on an odd man rush because you can't do that against Vancouver. I, I'm curious about the too many men on the ice penalty. I, I don't know. Like, people like to blame the coaches. It's not their fault. It's who jumps on the ice and it's overtime. Everybody wants to get on the ice and Cooley's right by the bench and all of those things are true. So I, I think you just have to move past it and you got to start prepping for the number one team in the NHL. It's going to be a challenge. We'll be here to talk about it live after that one for a PHNX after dark. Oh my on God. Thursday. Eight o'clock start. Eight o'clock start. Buddy. It's going to be uh, an interesting one either way. Win or that loss. Thursday? That's Thursday. Yeah. So tune in. PHNX Sports YouTube. And again, Connor Garland tomorrow, Wednesday, 
audio only wherever you get your podcast make sure you subscribe and if you're already subscribed go ahead and hit that five stars for us leave us a review it really would mean a lot to us as well but you can follow us on twitter at spdataki at leah merrill at craig s morgan at abraca danielle and you can follow the show on twitter at phnx underscore coyotes thanks so much for being here in the chat hit the like button on your way out if you're watching live or later that helps us a lot too Um, but enjoy the rest of your tuesday night everybody we'll be off tomorrow except for the Garland interview. And then we will see everybody after the game for late night on Thursday night. Bye, everyone.